Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. We're all friends. We're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect. We're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same. So listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the Path of Night. Last time on Path of Night, at a gas station near Miles' Haven, Britta successfully fed for the very first time. Wind led the quarterie through the woods to deal with the monster in her fridge, opening up to her allies about the troubling news that Clan Gangrel has been dealing with in the dark. The former Gangrel primogen, Raven, warned the quarterie of the return of the Weeping Bear, a monstrous Sabbat war ghoul that has stalked Kindred in the area for years, the coming Sabbat crusade, and the looming threat of a revenant in New Haven named Vito Zantosa. At Wind's Haven, the quarterie is attacked by the Weeping Bear, and Johnny, their first line of defense in the fight, falls under its massive claws. Go to Zorper. Oh my god. I'm going to need a self-control check. It hits Johnny. Uh, He attempts to get out of the way. Uh, When it connects, he crumples to the ground. And you will notice, uh, and you will notice, those who have heightened senses up, that his body enters a death-like state. His skin becomes tight to his flesh, and he is just a corpse lying on the ground. My heightened senses is off, unfortunately. Uh, Those of you who are tight with Johnny, I need a self-control check. Yep, yep. Ooh, that is not a good roll for me. <laughs> or the difficulty? One uh, success. Eight. I have no the successes. Is eight? Yes. Okay. I have one success. One success. One success. Okay. Win. Yep. We can go to Frenzy on a Bear. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing your friend <laughs> reduced to torpor <laughs> by the Weeping Bear, uh, all rationale is ejected from your mm-hmm. thoughts and you fly into a Berserk Frenzy. Uh, I would like you to choose a beast feature right now, because it is manifesting as you fly into your Gangle curse. So as Wynne watches Johnny fall to the ground, um, there's nothing left of Wynne left in her eyes. It is all just beast and feralness. And she opens her mouth and to let out a roar. And as she does, her fangs are long and seem to be dripping with some kind of viscous and the pattern of a copper head sort of appears on her forehead and works its way back over the skin, the bare skin on the side of her head. But Wynne lets out a roar and without any regard for safety or uh, self-preservation, she charges at the bear and leaps at it with both hands. And since she is not wearing shoes, it can be plainly seen that claws are extending from her toes as well. It's not usually a useful thing that happens, but we're not going by useful, we're going by rage. And Wynne just leaps into this thing and starts raking as hard as she can toward the face, the head, the most vulnerable parts. Okay. Let's have uh, Miles go. Yep. I'm going to, as a turn to attack Johnny, just go in there and try to head at this vulnerable neck part-ish thing. I don't have any idea. Yeah. (laughs) Where the head Okay. Yeah, the neck-ish. It's a weird it's being. It's neck? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. It's a weird being. It has weird mutations. Yeah, no, I, You're I, not I, wrong. But it still does You're have a wrong. neck. You're not wrong. It's just fun to bust on you. Anyways, no yeah. I spent that. blood to increase my strength for this attack. And... Oof. 
Oh, yeah. Actually, those are all successes. Yes, they are. Eight to hit. Uh, yeah, you hit. Okay. Seven roll over. And then, attack roll. Uh, so strength is currently four, and then I get three for you. Yeah, 14 days. Lex, when I'm in frenzy, do I just automatically spend blood to beef staff? Yep. Okay. Quite the attack roll, my friend. Beast roll. So, so that's seven damage. It will take two lethal. <laughs> as you cut into it. Of course, he gets a good soap crawl against my roll, but that's how it goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Last round was good for us. This is a bad round for us. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's not a bad bad round. I just, you know, it's a very Garrett round. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of us who aren't Garrett, this is sad. I don't even know what stunned meant, but didn't seem to stun it very long. Yeah, it's a war wound. Yeah, okay, so it doesn't matter. Uh, we are on Britta. Yep. Shooting it. And that is dex plus firearms, correct? Mm-hmm. Four successes to hit. Nice. Neat. Neato. So All right. Game. You take aim, you fire, and you can see very clearly that you struck true. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It gets the the round is buried in this thick hide of like uh, fat and bone and just whatever it is that it's covered in. After that, it is on Neil. Okay, uh, I'm I'm still hustling, or I was still hustling to the shack. The Am I there? Yeah. At this point, okay. Absolutely. I'm going to duck inside and grab her shotgun. Done. Uh, and then. Try and get around behind the bear. Probably not there. Not quite there. Okay, so then I'm going to go inside and just check to make sure that it's actually loaded. It is loaded. Okay. That'll be me. Additional actions? That would be me. We're going to try shooting it again. Ready to take a shot. (laughs) Get it, girl. Even spend spending willpower, anything bad? It is about that time. Let's spend a willpower. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Think that equals a zero. Yes. Oof. Oh. <laughs> You're having a good time over there. Ugh. I am having a wonderful time. No, but time this is our round it. now, guys. This is our time. <laughs> this is our time to shine. No. No. New round. <laughs> See? Miles. Oh, sorry. Wait. I spent a willpower. There is one success there. Oh, so give me hey. the damage. Hey. <laughs> I marked that one. <laughs> okay. It kills him. <laughs> That'll be the best. Yeah. Okay, so one success. It will soak. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, Miles. I will follow it up with an upward slash following in the same park. I mean, it basically hasn't moved since I've attacked, so. Go for it. <sighs> Oof. Not this time, I don't think. Zero successes. Ooh, okay. <gasps> Your sword clangs against thick chitinous bone. And it seems to shrug off the blow. It's on you. <laughs> Win. Either that or I'm um, boarding my next turn to defend. <laughs> so I can. Are we? We're still limited by how much blood we can spend when in frenzy, correct? Yes. Okay. So she does spend one to be for strength. She's spending a willpower for an auto success to hit this motherfucker. Uh, she is using both hands because this is a both hands job. You want to take that again? No, no, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I was going to say with what just came out of my mouth, but not better. Oh, boy. Get it. But you still said it. I did. 
All right, three successes. Two carries over. So you're rolling strength plus three dice. No successes. I had one, and then I had a one, and it took it away. Oh, this is so hard. Why is everything going so bad? Cool. After that, it is on the weeping bear. Miles. I don't like that noise you just made. Why do this? Yeah, I think I warned you about these dice. I believe in you, Miles. What, is it, what do we got for defense? Or for versus, uh, what do I have to soak here? I have, well, so I have six successes on the attack roll. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, Can you blow Will on a soak roll? <laughs> no. I don't think I'm even capable of holding that many dice. <laughs> Did you put your stamina? I have by one. Oh, this is so bad. So I have six stamina. Oh, right that's now. really bad by that face. There's a lot of red. Please stop. Oh. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh my god. I wish this wouldn't. <laughs> Three. Okay, you will take 11 le- levels of lethal damage. Welcome to the club we're on the ground, bud. Did you just float a torpor? Yeah, yeah. Do we have to- so, rolls again, right? Uh, it's the same stimulus. Okay. Just depends the la- if the you last, care about the me. Last words, his last words <laughs> as he goes down is, Where are you, Neil, you coward? <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Oh, Jesus. So sorry. You can no, sorry, Britta, Britta. Spend two blood, two extra actions. It will be three actions of shooting this thing. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Get it, girl. We're going to roll the first of those actions regularly. Okay, so that is three successes. Two carry over. You have seven dice of damage. Okay. Four successes. Nice. The Hulking Monstrosity will roll Soak. It will take two levels of lethal damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to stagger Woo! and is in pain. Is it made out? Neo. Oh, oh, I hate this part. Neo will creep with the shotgun, creep out of the thing and go behind this bear. Yeah. And just, like, hunting an alligator, put the barrel right up to the base of the skull. Get an alligator. Pull the trigger. Sounds good. I can't ambush because it's already fighting, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm behind it, so I get a bonus, and it can't see me. So does it count as, like, blinded against me, or... Sure. No, I have no idea. No, that's fine. Okay. We'll go with that. And I will spend one extra, one more blood. So Are there. Right senses still up? Uh, I'll deal with that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll drop screaming as his grabs his ears. Ears bleeding. Oh man, you're gonna double barrel this thing? I will, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, he's gonna double barrel this. Mm, yeah. Good old coach gun. And I am gonna spend a willpower anyways, just because. <laughs> uh, and it's point blank with a shotgun, so it's diff four, right? Mm-hmm. I usually like to aim, but I don't have the time. It's also a shotgun. You can aim a shotgun. Pop culture has lied to me. <laughs> Jeez, that's only three successes. <laughs> There's a whole three sport about aiming shotguns. Three successes. Three successes. That's it. Ah, four successes. I spent a willpower. Yeah! All right. Three four dice successes. roll over. Base eight on a shotgun. I Correct. don't know what both barrels is. Uh, does for me for damage. I roll it twice. So that's four damage on the first barrel. Mm-hmm. And six damage on the second barrel. So okay. four and six. So ten between the two barrels. It seems to eat a lot of damage and is effectively crippled, but remains on its feet. Oh, this is the part I hate so much. It is this point. Really, you got a celerity action still, right? I got two celerity Oh, thank God. 
would have been not saying that in character but a go really Neil looks totally panicked that it is not dead <laughs> also totally dead first out of the two slurred actions shoot it shoot it I'll have a specs of 30 years. I don't have to wait. So, one. that is one success. Five deaths of damage. That is two success. Ooh. Tooks. <laughs> <laughs> and the second uh, time to shoot it, I will spend the willpower for one automatic success. Sounds good. So, that will be one success then, with the willpower. Yes. Cool. All right. Why are we rolling so bad, you guys? <laughs> I think we're rolling fine. I think Lex is the one who's just rolling out of control. So I mean, is that okay. six so that damage? Is two successes. Soaks. Jesus. <laughs> it will soak. It will soak eight. So we pick up with the weeping bears at the top of no 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 no. No, no. no, no it is not. Wayne is at the top of it. Right. Try to cheat. Um, I have spent. Another blood to beef my dexterity again. I have spent a willpower for an automatic success. Okay. Um, I am going to hit this thing. Let's do it. Five successes. To Great. Hit. Four carryover. Nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. So yes. that's going to be strength plus five dice of aggravated damage. Strength. Five. And you've beefed your strength by one, right? Yes, which brings it to a four. Yep. That's still good. One, two, three, four, five damage. Ag. I have no dice of successes for this roll. Uh, it'll take five levels of aggravated damage and die. <laughs> 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 and Wynn kind of goes down with her claws embedded in this thing's back. It shakes, staggers, slumps, and drops dead right beside... Miles and Johnny. Wynn lets out another very bestial scream. Wynn, uh, go hose yourself off uh, now. R- right now. Uh, do you, are you, uh, can you understand me? Are you, can do you need she? to calm down? Uh, you're kind of understanding. You're starting to come back in. Win, 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 win. It's it's Neil. It's it's Neil. Okay, C- come on, come on, calm down. It's just us now. It's done. It's done. Okay, but it's it may not be done in a second. You need to go hose yourself off right now. Uh, Britta, there, there's a hose, right? There's a hose on the side of your thing, right? Right? It's done. It's done. Okay, go over there, turn it on, get it warmed up so it works, okay? Right now. I got oh. it, Neil. Turn it on. I'm okay, always... fine. Go, go with Help her. Help them. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we need to get them away from it. And she hose it off. pulls out her claws. She does not retract them back into herself. And she moves toward the hose, just kind of like still visibly shaking as her muscles are refusing to leave the fight form, but her brain is just like, no, we are we are done. Britta will run over. Uh, the claws look like they'll be in the way to turn it on. So she'll quickly turn on the water to heat and move out of out of the way. Neil, what's the the thing, the the blood, the cell, the very everything about it, you could just see it, the the Malevolence inside Neil, of it. what about Johnny and Miles? I'm, I'm gonna get them over to the hose. Are they dead? They're. I mean, we're all dead. What is wrong with them? They're. 
They will Are be they o- dead? They will be okay. Okay? So long as we get the blood off of them and we get them away from this thing. Okay. Okay? Okay. That's that's the important part here. Uh, Brenna will walk away and start trying to drag uh, Johnny to the, over to the water. Uh, Soap! Y- yeah. You have some? Yes. Okay, get, get it. Sink. Oh, good. Where, where do you... Yeah, we'll take showers later. We'll clean them off. But right now, just everything, we're going to get... Get soap. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh... Uh, yeah. Uh, Neil goes inside for a second and then comes back out. There's I'm lava gonna, soap by a utility I was going to presume that it was one of those big lava soap-like mm-hmm. orange yeah. containers. Mm-hmm. Uh... Brings it out. It's like, okay, it's going to get real cold, uh, but we're not going to die from the cold. Okay, so everybody who's touched the blood, everybody's everything. Did you get any in your mouth? Okay. When uh, shakes her head. I have no idea if this is even going to work, but I, it, it's got to, we have to try. I just, oh man, this is not, Neil. Oh, this is not good. Neil. Yeah. You good? Oh, yeah, I didn't get anything in me. Okay. Uh, Am I able Neil to Neil says to you, face covered in blood. Neil. What? Soap. Hose. Yeah, I know. We gotta get it you. off. You. Neil stops and sort of touches his own face. I wasn't even thinking about me. Wynn just kind of holds up the hose and starts, like, <laughs> slapping his face oh, very roughly with the soap. Oh, it's so cold. Uh, and yeah. this is lava soap, so it's it's exfoliating. Uh... <laughs> This is the gangrel spa day. Do you, you don't have any, like, spare clothes or anything in there? Some. Enough fur. Okay. Uh, oh, this is going to be bad. With my two strength, am I able to drag Johnny over and then theoretically Miles? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you, if you put a little blood into your strength, it's quite easy. <laughs> don't. I got it. Because she is also now just a beefcake compared Johnny, to what Johnny, she was. Johnny's a big boy. Yep. When your facility's here, we're not going to... And it's, uh, is there a way to drive a truck here? Can, can we get the car and drive it here? Is yes. that possible? Yes. I know we didn't want to leave tracks, but I think now that's not really the biggest issue. There are worse tracks we could be leaving. All right. You guys take care of yourselves and, and clean up as best as you can. I'm, I'm going to go get the car. Can you drive? Yes. Don't. Let's not tell Miles that I drove his car through the woods. Better until you than me. he's better. Okay? He's, he just got it. He'll be real bad. Uh, Britta. Yes. Can I to for now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach into his pocket and get his keys. Okay. Uh, yeah. and no then, touch. Uh, and I start running into the woods back towards the car. Realize that I'm not 100% sure where I am. So stop. And I will spend blood and look at the sky to get my exact position on the earth. To help me fixate, because I know where East Rock Park is compared to New Haven. You commune with the heavens, and you know exactly where you are in relation to the vehicle. And I will start going. You make it to the vehicle with great ease. Inside the shed, there's a wooden box with extra clothes. Okay. Whatever we've got. There should be some shoes. Okay. Um, if you don't want to wear mine anymore, they're gross. I'm more worried about getting the blood and everything off those mm-hmm. two. She starts hosing them down and sits down and starts scrubbing the blood off. And Yo periodically uses the lava soap on herself to scrub off whatever has gotten on there. 
and continues this until at least they are clean. Having seen that that's handled, Britta will go inside the house, drag out the box. What's in it? Stuff that looks like maybe got left behind when teenagers went camping and suddenly ran away. How much of it? There's a pretty good collection of stuff here. Of uh, stuff. A lot of it from, like, the mid-90s, some even early 90s. There's, like, bell bottoms. If I look through the pile and try to match Johnny and Miles and Wynn to corresponding clothing items, how well does that go? Well, generic khaki shorts and camping gear clothes, they're both going to look terrible in them, but... Despite being a little baggy, it'll fit. If there's a pair of polyester bell bottoms, please put them on Miles. I don't care how bad they fit. Leave him, leave him his dignity. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a vengeance. <laughs> It'll be swift. Britta will lay out the best corresponding outfits that she can out of the selection available. Uh, this is an important factor, and you should all pay attention. <laughs> So this is also, that was, that was when that thing inside you, that's when that gets out. That's, that's what happened to, to me. Yeah. The, the Cirque of Rage thing? Yeah. And what's wrong with them? They're unconscious they're, or? They're unconscious because they took a lot of damage, but we're already dead and our bodies have a very hard time dying. So that should have killed any normal people, but it, that we... thing could have actually killed any of us. Are you okay? Have Look. you? I'm not going to keep asking you that. Have you taken any injuries? No, I was out of range. Good. You don't have to worry about me. We have to worry about getting them back somewhere safe. That's Neil's getting the car. When I get to the car, I will start driving carefully uh, through like the tra- like the paths. Uh, it's a big ass car, so it's going to be a pain in the ass. Give me a dex drive. All right. Well, I don't have any drive, so I'm at plus one difficulty. Oh, you liar! <laughs> liar faced liar. I wanted to drive the car so bad, <laughs> oh uh, but I still have the blood I spent on my dex. Yep, Vengeance yep. will be swift and <laughs> sure. You crash my fucking new car. All right, I got one success. All right. Thank God for spending blood. managed to avoid uh, a couple of the traps that are still in the woods. Yep. And you arrive to win. Hey, everybody. Uh, let's load them into the car. There's a couple tarps underneath the bookshelves. Uh, there's some hefty bags. Let's at least not get his new interior stained. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do these seats come out or fold down or anything? There's like a that? big back section of I this. Have, I was I looking have at no it. No idea. But there's a back seat and there's okay. there's the. Not, it's not a trunk. It's it's like a the interior it's storage. Like a, it's not a truck bed either. This thing's weird. Yeah, let's let's worry about this later. It's we plenty should... of space for a body or two. All right. Um, Wynn will still riding the coattails of her frenzy. Um, scoops up Johnny, and. Waits for someone to put a tarp down in the back of the car. Yeah. Well, put stuff down. Yeah. And kind of drops him gently, lovingly, <laughs> slops him <laughs> onto the back. Lovingly slaps him onto the table like a slab of meat. He would have wanted it that way. Yep. 
does the same for Miles. Um, she doesn't stack them like cordwood, because that feels undignified, even though it's more space efficient. Um, and unlike the creature in the fridge, she doesn't like push them in to make more room. The only time Johnny's easy is when he's killed by death. That's what I've read on the bathroom walls at Elysium's. <laughs> what else do you get killed? Oh, it's, it's a Motorhead song. <laughs> Johnny loves a motorhead. He does. That's his bait. <laughs> um, did a... you find clothes? Um, yes, I have them here. Okay. Hey, so uh, we should get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Raven just peaced out for that. Um, can yeah. she at least help get rid of this? Or I think she might be willing to do that. Or are we just going to like soak it in kerosene and burn it? <sighs> or gasoline. We got it. Oh, Wynn like seems to think. Two options. We roll it into my shed, uh, and we leave it there until we have a better plan. Or... Or we burn it. Or we set it on fire and hope no one finds it. Not that this wouldn't stop someone really curious, but do you have any more tarps? Um, you can check under the bookshelf. I knew I had two, but there might be... I don't know. As much as I'm not a particularly brave man and don't want to be too close to fire or this thing leaving its blood and body out here. I vote burning it. You were saying earlier, I'm sorry, I thought they weren't I thought Johnny and Miles were sorry, you were saying that you thought it was infectious. I think you were right when you were talking about how it was communicable. I I think you're right. Right. Down to the cellular level, there's a a thing, an intelligence of malevolence that was driving this bear. The bear was trapped inside its flesh. The flesh was the driving force, not the mind. I don't like that. I don't either. That's why I wanted the blood off. I have no idea if that would even work, or if that was a useless gesture, or if it didn't mean anything, but it's not something I wanted to... Yeah, me neither. You sound so certain. I mean, it matched with my knowledge, but... You know how... Miles was talking about gifts of the blood. All those things. Yes. My clan people don't take it seriously very often, but everything there's a pattern to everything in the world. Just look at look at how roots grow and branches grow like fractals. They they mirror each other, and then if you compare them to how rivers flow down mountains, how blood vessels grow out, it, it's all it's all linked. Uh, it's all the same. There are patterns to places if you look at them long enough. and If you learn how to sort of look at those kind of patterns in people and beings in things, you can learn things about them, understand them a little bit better than you might otherwise. And that thing was being very driven by its flesh. That's... It was an amalgam of chaotic parts. There was a pattern to that chaos. That's incredible. That's it's just a trick you gotta learn how to do. It's it's not too bad. Uh, anyways. We, I can try and send a message, and we'll see who comes. In the meantime, uh, you got like a rubber hose or something somewhere? I mean, just oh, we what we've hose. been using. We've got a hose. Yeah, we we have a literal rubber hose. Right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna siphon some gas and soak this thing. All right. And I will. Neil has some dirty underworld skills, uh, and I'm gonna siphon gas out of the tank and just onto the bear. Sounds good. Neil. Yeah. 
if we burn this thing and it is full of contagious parts, are they going to be airborne? I don't have a way of knowing one way or the other definitively. It's probably a good idea to get in the car before we light things up. What's it going to do to the area? Fire, metaphysically speaking, is a cleansing force. So, metaphysically, I think it would be okay. But I, I, I don't know for a fact. I would say... I know you can't burn giant hogweed without that kind of risk. True, but giant hogweed's natural. Can I roll science yeah. for this? For whether the question of fire would be a problem? Yeah. Fire good, fire bad. Who this knows? Fire, fire, well. fire. fire, fire. Always good. Metaphysically speaking, it, it cleanses, but naturally speaking, it might spread. Scientifically, it's okay, but in Return of the Walking Dead, that's what started the whole thing. Hey, stop <laughs> stealing my shtick. <laughs> this is science plus um plus anything or just science? Intelligence? Uh, intelligence plus science. Okay. In the meantime, Wynne takes a minute to go inside and change. Not, nothing unless, uh, what's yep. the difficulty? Six. No. Nope. You're not sure. Fire kills disease, right? Thanks. Fire Thanks. kills Thanks. natural I'm stuff. Gonna... It's smelled like disease. <laughs> stamina I... plus performance. <laughs> I'm going to call Weathers. No, uh, let's wait. I think it's a good idea to call Weathers. I want to call Weathers, but I also want to look out for you and your interests. And Weathers is going to have a lot of questions about Raven, and that's a whole heap of political trouble. I don't know if you know if you need right now. Miles can't defend himself or us, and Miles is the one who gets us out of that kind of problem. And she doesn't need that kind of problem. I don't even know what it means if you're... Uh, uh, he's not your sire. What do you call somebody who's in charge of your accounting when he's not your sire? When your accounting buddy, when your accountability buddy is in Torpor, (laughs) I don't know what that, it's her first night. I just, I think you're right. I just want to bring up the problems we might. I can appreciate that. This is, this is beyond what I think we can safely deal with. Right. Just let's dance around the Raven topic if you don't want to get in trouble. When? And I don't want you to get in trouble. Neil, when? I, we were asking whether... Fire would be safe, but I think that's the wrong question. If we don't get rid of this bear, we're in the middle of the woods, full of scavengers, full of lots of things that'll spread it if it's available. It'll seep into the ground. We have to do something. Everything we do, it might have some element of danger, but I don't think it's right to just not touch it. No, I I don't think we were leaning that way. I, I say think you are we correct. burn it, we drive away from here because we are three kindred next to a bonfire and uh, Accurate. get them out of here and then, yeah, maybe we could call Weathers. But let's call Weathers maybe when we're back on the road. Yeah. We can stop off at a payphone or something. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, you guys want to get in the car? And yeah. Let's go. Uh, and I'll, I will... I'll drive. Are you okay. sure? Yes. Fine. Okay. Get, uh, you guys get in the car. Okay. I'm going to reach into Johnny's pocket because I know he's got matches. He does not. What? He does have a lighter. Do you I have a lighter? He has a zipper. Uh, uh, I have a crappy disposable one. Do you? Yeah. Give me uh, intelligence survival. I'm not going <laughs> to light it when the tube is still in there. I understand. All right. I'm not saying you're going to blow up the truck. I'm assuming they take all our stuff, too. 
Yeah. 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 It's important. They do not annihilate your know. <laughs> Nope. That is also. No, we also we also host okay. it off. Uh, it, you can't quite get the intricate yeah. trail going. Fine, forget it. Just go, and I'm gonna. There's paper no, inside. Yeah, there's there's a couple notebooks. Are you okay, burning books? They're notebooks. Most of them are only half used. Oh. My notebooks are full. Uh, I he he goes uh, and he will roll up some paper and light it up and just toss the burning paper. And, like, Neil, run. close my door. All right. Neil. Yep. I need courage. Oh yeah. Fifty-seven uh, in order to even start the fire. I'm gonna blow up on this because Neil is not a brave man. Kind of like, yeah, cool. I spill. I spent the willpower, so uh, I get one success. <laughs> Nailed it. It's kind of right. interesting. I'm rolling two dice on you courage. Guys. Start the fire, and you turn and run. Yep. Ah. And bolt. Uh, okay. Let's let's drive before it gets yep. bigger. Yep. The fire smells so bad. Did you get in? You got your friends secured. You have their stuff with your friends secured. Make your way out of the woods. Uh, Wind kind of takes it as close to the road as she can get it and finds like the uh, park rangers' paths for their vehicles and gets them out back out to the main road. Sounds good. Okay, you definitely know these woods better than I do. I, I, yeah. I think I, I think we've gone off road for a little while in this thing. You probably were, but I think this is a car that can handle it for the most part. Where are we going? Uh, so I. I we need to get somewhere safe with them until we can figure out what we're going to do. What are we going to do? I, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're in Torpor right now. And Neil, I'm not... where are we going? Let's go to my place. Okay, point me directions. Okay, uh, it's it's over towards the hill. Do, do you know where that is? Do you know yep. where to go? Okay. And Neil will direct Wynn as they're driving towards yep. uh, North Star Pond in the hill in New Haven. Okay. Um, as Wayne is driving, she kind of glances in the rear view um, at Britta. So, this is new. What's new? The, um, them in the back. This is not something you've seen before. Britta has kind of sat them up and, like, clipped them in. Uh... Awesome. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> I... <laughs> Safety first. I was not expecting safety first. Are they not going to wake up? or They mm, are. It, it depends. What, it depends on what? How do we fix this? So what they're, what they're dealing with now is called torpor. Um, functionally dead. What they need now is they need to be woken up with blood. Won't mortal blood? No. No. Won't that make them bloodbound like I am? Yeah, it's not great. Um, yes or no? Will it do what was done to me? Yeah, yeah, it will. Um, but the choice is bloodbound or, or not waking up. Time might do it, or trading in favors with the Tremere, maybe. Nope. I didn't say it was a good idea, it's, but if you want to run down the options of things to do... That's not on the table. I, I, I understand that. I'm just... Is it Tremere blood that wakes you up? No, no. they're blood sorcerers. They have ways. Um, it also depends on... Not any kindred vitae will do it. it. It depends on the potency of their blood. Um, what? Which way am I turning? Uh, just take a right up here. Okay. 
Wait, Neil, we could wake them up just with our blood? It, it depends on the potency of their blood and your blood. Someone like me... My blood's weak, comparatively. I, I have no idea with Johnny and Miles. I've not... I mean, there's tests that Which way Wilder I Tremere can do. And we have no idea what mine would do. No. Not a clue. Which also is a weird question, because the Tremere can do things like that, and if both Romeo and you have shown up, and the Seneschal is a Tremere and hasn't offered to check who your sire is, or what your blood is, it that... Wait, they can just do that? Some of them. That is strange, then, that they wouldn't... If this has happened before... It may not be, fair, be the kind that I, they have here. I, I don't know if Reese or, or any of the local Tremere can do that, but it's... It is a basic tenet of blood sorcery. And Johnny, do we know what we need for him? We don't. Not a clue. That's why we're going to call Weathers, because I suspect he knows how to wake up his bully boys. I hope so. All right. Um, um, Neil, is this it up here? It's just, it's up here. All right. Um, and as you guys, as we the group drives closer, they drive into a very shitty neighborhood. Particularly in the late 90s in the World of Darkness... It is a bad area to a small cement store. It looks like a little prison uh, with metal shutters on the windows and a heavy barred like cage door over the main door and like a little parking lot with a sign that says North Star Pawn. There's graffiti all over the side of the of the building. Uh, this is me. All right. Uh, all right. I'm assuming I'm going to need to carry uh, yeah. All right, so you start... just pull around the back, because okay. bringing bodies in. Uh, is there anybody around right now? I know it's like the middle of the night, but There's that doesn't necessarily... There's always someone around. Um, is there a loading dock whether or not people are really paying attention. Probably not. Yeah, like you definitely see some people kind of walking around, hoodies up, headphones going, minding their own business, but it's it's cold, it's night, they're not, they don't care. No, there's not really like a loading dock. People just, you know, it's small goods trade. Okay. Um, I'll just, we'll just go in the front door. Okay. All right. And Neil pulls out like a big key, like set of keys out of his pocket, unlocks the front door, opens it, and ushers you guys inside. Puts uh, a light on. Wynn grabs whoever's sitting most accessibly um, and kind of wraps them up to make sure that it's not obvious she's carrying. <laughs> essentially a, a dead body. Essentially a mummified corpse. Britta will stay um, in the car with the person who's left. Yep. All right, so we're just gonna we're gonna say that she grabs Miles and she kind of hefts him over her shoulder like a rug and starts following Neil. The inside of Neil's pawn shop is cramped with stuff. There's like an entire wall of guitars and Casio keyboards and shit, old TVs and VCRs, books. There's a display case behind a locked cabinet with jewelry. Old phones, it looks like. Just anything you would see in a typical pawn shop, but way overstuffed. Uh, and along the back wall, behind which there is a series of guns for sale, is a uh, like a cage that where the register and everything is. Neil unlocks it, brings it in, unlocks a door, like a heavy steel door that leads to a staircase that goes downstairs. Uh, clicks on a little like overhead hanging bulb. It's like I uh, just go downstairs. That's that's where my place is. Okay, and, and we'll we'll just go down there. 
Right. Um, uh, when carries carries um, miles downstairs, um, she looks for maybe not even furniture to put him on, just but just a place that's somewhat respectful of the fact that this is a person. The only place down there that would be anything available is a small like twin bed. The rest of the space down here is packed with stuff. Just Tupperware and stacks of old newspapers that yellow towards the bottom that hit the ceiling. Uh, Plastic baggies filled with essentially garbage. There's a small walking path from the staircase directly towards the back where there's kind of a space carved out for like a little shitty cot. And that is it. Jesus Christ, Neil. This is like a fire hazard waiting to happen. No, it's not. It's it's all my stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm going to make sure Britta's okay. Okay, okay just you, get them on the do thing. do that. Don't touch anything. I have a system. Okay. When, while you're perusing this chaos, you start to notice that this place seems to be some sort of hub for enigma spirits that are drawn to this area. And they just kind of move, undulate slightly, and then wander off. But something about this place seems to draw them. Wynne just kind of assume, resumes putting Miles down, probably as close to a sitting position on the cot as possible. Uh, don't yeah. worry about getting too comfortable. We're going someplace safer in a second. Okay. And um, she jogs back up the stairs, back out to the car. Uh, on the way up, I'm going to grab a slip of paper, like a Sharpie, and just write, please don't touch, love Neil, on like a scrap of paper, and mm-hmm. put it under the windshield wiper. Because we're part of the car here for now. Yeah. All right. When uh, comes back up, uh, grabs Johnny, um, clicks the the remote lock for the car. It's mm-hmm. kind of a fool's errand at this point, probably, but and tosses Neil the keys. Okay. Thanks. Uh, right down inside, yep. and then I'm gonna need help. Uh, I mean, I can do it myself, but it's easier to with some help. Okay. What do you need? Uh, do, come come on downstairs, and I'll. Okay. Uh, and. Neil leads both of you downstairs to the same place. Whoa, this is where you live? Yeah, yeah, this is my place. Uh, these, this is all my stuff. Um, Did you know you have a bunch of spirits living around here? I was concerned, and I see stuff out of the corner of my eye sometimes if I'm looking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they seem harmless, they're just interested. Good. They're not enthralled to anyone, right? Not as far as I can tell. Okay, can you, like, get rid of them for a second? Uh, they're looking. Ar- are they still around, or have they kind of gone away? They kind of come in and out when it do- when whatever it is that they're looking for isn't readily apparently here. Mm-hmm. They start to wander off all on their own. Do they seem like they're bound or anything? No. Okay. No, they're they're not interested in staying. Okay. Good. Um, here, um, move move them off the bed for a second, and then help me lift the bed up. Okay. Uh, can you help him, Britta? Sure. Lift the bed. All right, and so she just kind of leans down, grabs both of them over her shoulders, and stands up. Neil uh, leans out. Hey, Britta, help me uh, right here. Just help me, help me lift this, and sort of the two of you lift the cot a little bit, and then he kind of puts it on his back under under his shoulder, like buckling under the weight a little bit. It's it's not heavy. It's a shitty frame. Britta uh, will still reach to try to ease the pressure. And then as soon as he, you guys lift it, both of you can see there's like a hatch. Or some sort of door underneath on the floor. And he turns the handle. 
gets another key out and opens it. And then, so, uh, there's some things I need to tell you guys. Um, okay. I'm letting you in on a huge trust here, but I, I, this has to happen. And if anyone finds out about this, anyone, I'm going to die. Just, I will be killed. Neil, let's get the bed off you first, okay? I, I'm, I'm serious. Neil. We'll listen to you. Just let's sit down. This sounds... Neil, we're not going to do anything to get you killed. Not on purpose. It's the accident part. I've been working decades to make sure the accident part doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I might fuck it all up right now. Yeah. And he opens the hatch. And there's like a little ladder down. Okay. And could just sort of leave it flipped and kind of shimmy under so that it falls back down on top so nobody who comes down will see it, okay? Yep. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to need one of you to go down first and catch. Neil starts climbing down. Turns a, you you hear a uh, like a kerosene lantern start. Okay. All right, I'm sending Miles down first. Okay, I I, I got him. Okay, uh, Bruno, you want to go down there and just make sure. Yep. Thank you. All right, Bruno's coming down first. Oh oh okay sure yeah. That that's way fine. I can just shut the door after I lower both of them. I I trust you. Okay. Once Britta's down, she will gradually start, like, easing Miles through the hole. She'll hold on as long as she can, and then she'll eventually have to drop. Right. And then once Miles is down, she'll do the same thing for Johnny. And then, Neil, is there a latch I need to turn when I'm coming down? Uh, w- once you're down, just turn the handle back uh, horizontal. Okay. All right, uh, she starts descending, cranks the lever to make sure that the latch is shut behind her. You hear a clank, and when you get down... Everyone's together again. You seem you, you were ginger enough when handling your your two quarterly companions that they don't seem to have sustained any damage. They're not particularly dirty. They've actually been pretty well taken care of. If you you know discounting the trauma the of just what happened beforehand, yeah. Down in the room, Neil looks around with kerosene lantern, pulls like a little lever, or hits a circuit, and some lights. Flicker on. Uh, the other side of the room, actually, there were lights already on. Uh, and this looks like it used to be part of the sewer system, like an old cistern or something with everything shut down. Unlike the chaos upstairs, it is insanely immaculate down here. There is a writing desk. There uh, are scrolls and books. You see maps and star charts and all sorts of things all over the desk. There's an old tub against like a far wall, like an iron tub that's half covered in like a red clay. It looks like it's an ongoing project for Neil. The clay has all sorts of like symbols or something carved into it, which you may recognize as Arabic just from looking at it or from seeing the Arabic to English translation dictionary. Uh, nearby. There's a bunch of different blood vials and just weird shit on the table. And against the other wall, just taking up the whole wall, is a large planter that looks straight up. I mean, Wynne would probably recognize a grow lab Mm -hmm. if she'd ever seen one with a bunch of hydroponics and like reddish soil and growing out of them kind of looks like pot but it is a deep crimson red. All right, I have questions. Yeah, but I assume. 
but I'm going to give you a chance to explain yourself before I start asking. Uh, just just prop them up in the tub. It's probably the most safe place. This is the safest place I could think of right now because okay. nobody knows about it. Uh, All right. Except for you two now. Okay. Well, we're not going to betray that. Uh, yeah, I hope not. Because if anyone, particularly the Tremere, find out about this... Neil, we won't tell anyone. Okay. I needed to tell somebody. Because I've seen some things recently and I, I need help. I can't keep it to myself. But I need you to take me seriously. We want to help you. What's wrong? Neil, I think you're nuts, but I don't think that you're stupid. And I think that when you come across information like this, I do believe you. Good. Um, I just really need to hammer home that this isn't just... <sighs> Malkavian bullshit. Which I know a lot of people think. And it has suited my purpose for 30 years for people to think that. But it's not all Malkavian bullshit. And there's a reason I know about blood sorcery. And... Neil. Shut up. You're our coterie mate. You saved we... my life. And I trust you. Okay. I, I, where do we want to start? I mean, we got away from Marcos. We... I'll send a text message to Weathers. Oh, he's got a pager. Yeah. Shoot. Maybe. We'll have to call Weathers. I'll I'll go back out. Do you and want to go? I'll and I'll go to a payphone. Call Weathers. Well, you can use my phone. It's fine. All right. Well, I'll take. Just do you want to just go back out and? I'll do that, but let's talk because I think that it's taken you a lot to get to this point. So, so let's let's keep this train a going. Something's coming. I've felt it for a while now. Most of my clan has. And I have other ways besides pattern recognition, like we were talking about, Britta. Um, yes. There are other ways to get information. Other paths to mastery. What other ways? Magic. What kind of magic? The mastery of, mastery of heaven and earth. Duronki. The, uh, you might know it when as Asimite sorcery. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it might be. I mean, you, you know about my sire, right? Why he's not in the Camarilla anymore? No. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure Miles knows. Johnny might know he's not allowed in the city anymore, in the Camarilla anymore, but about 15 years ago or so, my my sire, we were found out. He was found out. For doing what? Practicing. Um, having relationships with the Asimites. He and I did some things for them, with them. The Asimites are disliked by the Camarilla? Yeah. They're not part of the Camarilla. They're like the Sedites and honestly like the Gangrel for the most part. We don't deal with the Asimites. They're the boogeymen. They're... It's not even like the Setites, they're independent and they can be in the city. Asimites don't just come to the city. But my sire had a relationship, and so he taught me. And I had a relationship. And he told me never to tell anyone that it was a secret. And then one day, after our teachings, he started talking more and more about concepts of justice and how all 
kindred. He started referring to the kindred as the get of Cain. He, he felt disgusted, and then he left. What does that mean, the get of Cain? I don't know. He didn't teach me anything, or everything. He, he just taught me that, and my dealings with the Asimites individually were not... I didn't... It wasn't a tutorial relationship that I had with one. What was it? Um... Neil, why is personal. it... Personal. It's, it's, we don't have to... Is it relevant? If it was found out that I had a personal relationship, y- yeah, I mean, it, it would put me in danger. Um, if this, and he sort of waves around at the star charts and the scrolls and the clay tub, it was found out, uh, the Tremere would come and either kill me or try and rip secrets out of my brain and then kill me. And since a... Tremere is a seneschal of this city. Anyways, the reason I'm telling you all this is, one, this is the safest place I could think to stash both of them right now, and two, the path that I walk is a path of mastery over heaven. The heavens whisper to us. They hold secrets of the past, the future. The things I found out reading about your horoscope, that wasn't just Mulcavian pattern recognition and nonsense. That was literally reading your horoscope. In the stars. It's not just me being crazy or unreliable or some Malkavian. I, I have worked so hard over the last two decades to just craft this persona of Neil as, oh, bumbling Neil. Oh, harmless Neil. Oh, Neil doesn't know that Shaw's a monster. Oh, Neil doesn't know. You, you have to live it. You have to live those lies every day. Because any piece of information can be found out, and you don't keep something like this secret if you just aren't willing to live those truths. Neil, we won't tell anyone. It sounds like you don't currently talk to the Asimites, right? They're not around here. Well, it doesn't matter. This is something that we'd protect you from. Look. Neil. Last night... When the band was playing and everyone was feeding and whatever, I, I went outside and I consulted with the stars. Something bad has been coming. I've known it for a while, I've felt it for a while, and I saw things. And I need you two, at least, to understand and be able to convince Johnny and Miles that it's serious. Because I don't think they always take me seriously, but I saw... Johnny cradling a girl's body and sobbing hysterically. I don't know whose it was. I don't know if it was his daughter's. I don't know if it was you, Britta. I I don't know. Does Johnny have a daughter? Yes. Yes, he does. Shit. And I saw saw all of us at, at Elysium and a man or woman or someone being thrown through the doors of the Elysium. And I saw Elsa Linden start to freak out. And then this person, just they were drugged and they were in handcuffs and they started to crack and change. And death was... And I saw three faces, scions with luminescent third eyes like pearls doing battle over a raging storm against a many-faced demon. And I saw a baleful red eye open and stare. And ordinarily when I look at these kinds of things, they're not that strong and they're not that clear. 
I know it may not sound clear, but... Neil. And then I couldn't turn it off when... When I went, I curled up in the shower and I was freaking out and I was trying to get away from the drain because I could just see it. It was like something rode it back, like it wouldn't let me turn it off. Whatever connection to the heavens, whatever mastery over heaven and earth I might claim to even claw my way towards. Neil. Uh, uh, Neil. Stop. Something's coming. I know. I don't think it's coincidence that Xavier has his revelation... At the same time that you're seeing this. I don't think it's coincidence. I don't know if this Xantosa is part of the problem or a distraction to the problem, but we need to deal with it and we need to deal with it now. Wait. There are... Xantosa? The, the... The guy. The guy making the war beasts. Mm. But he's the connected one that, to your visions. We don't know. I don't know, but... Either way, he needs to be dealt with, because he's either a distraction, or he's part of it, or... I know you are going to win either way, Yeah. but I just... We need to get Johnny and Miles up, and we need to deal with this, and I needed to tell someone what was happening to take me seriously, and also to help, because... My sire took me on what he said was an auspicious night, and... For everything, there is a season. Turn, turn, turn. And I want to know what the season is for us to move against the Xantosa. But to do it, I need... I need your help. I need... I mean, I have buckets, and I have a knife. I need a bowl. And eight uninterrupted hours with it under the stars. And then I need both of you to bleed into a bowl for me. I've never tried it for more people than just myself. That's not a huge selling point, I have to be honest with you. But, and I don't try it often, my crop is limited, and he waves a hand at, like, the red plants that he's got growing in this weird sewer basement. Are you, what is this? What are you growing? Khalif. Is that just another word for leader? No, I don't call it Khalif on the surface. The people around here sometimes come by trying to find King Crimson or uh, Redweed or Crimson Devil. They've got a lot of names for it. Dario's the one who brands it. He's usually the one that sells it. And then I harvest from those who take of it. Those who take of it. It's like pot and... Heroin and LSD all rolled into one. If you're mortal, it'll kill you. But pretty quick. That's who the blood is from? The folks who have taken of it? Yeah. But I need it for my studies. What are you studying? The skies, the paths, the mastery. There's something there. There's something beyond. But that's what I need from all of you. To try and give us the best chance against the Xantosa. How much blood do you need in a bowl? From us? It's like a pint. At the at the moment that it happens. Um, and I need the time with the bowl. That's going to take me about eight hours. Yep. To try and ascend the ladder. But I don't want you to look at me differently after this. Neil, do we do this first? Or 
Do we get them? We awake? get them fixed first. Let's so. get them wake and try and find a bull. I think we can find a bull somewhere yeah. upstairs. Neil. No, a bull. B U L L. Oh. A first. Why? I need it. And okay. eight hours with it under the stars. There's just some things I'm not going to ask a whole lot of questions about. It's okay. I've got Tupperware. It won't be a problem. Okay. Um, for what it's worth, Neil, I'm not going to look at you any differently. You say that now. I do. I, I Neil, I've, I've seen ghosts since I was a kid. Do you think I don't know what it's like to be looked at like you're a freak when you see things that other people don't see? That's not what I'm worried about. But we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um... You take the heart's blood in front of someone, that will change my opinion. I trust you, Neil. Alright, when so we're gonna go ahead and pick up with your phone call to Weathers. Alright. Um, Neil, can I have your phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here. Uh, Neil gives his phone over. Alright, Wynn takes it and I'm just gonna go outside and make yeah, There's call. no reception. I didn't here. think there would be. Um, and she goes back through the maze and climbs up and goes out the fire hazard of a pawn shop. Yeah, there are a few moments where you think some of the stacks might Well, he's got a freaking down. kerosene lantern down here right below all the newspapers. He this does. Is, this is bad. <laughs> I'm very worried for my coterie mates. Yeah. <laughs> um, of all the decisions that your coterie mates make, I love that that's the one that you're... <laughs> oh, the other is just Camry and vampire bullshit, but no, this is He fire might fall bad. asleep, land himself in fire, and just yeah. die one day. No, fire bad. <laughs> I feel like that's we've made that clear. All right, so I, you you make your way outside. Yep. Um, What's up with the you Hummer? Can already, so <laughs> <laughs> you can you can already see that from across the street. There's some kids playing outside in the middle of winter, mm-hmm. uh, occasionally eyeing the Hummer that's there and has no business being there. I go and but lean. so far the Hummer's intact. I go and I lean up against the Hummer. Okay. Um, to make my phone call, and I dial in. Uh, the number for the sheriff. All right, so uh, the first time you call it, it goes to voicemail. And it's like a beep, very generic thing, mm-hmm. kind of full. Even, not even a name, just a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's full. Yeah. I can't leave a message. No. All right, I hang up and I dial it again. God damn it. Why do you even have my number? First of all, this is this is not Neil. This is Wynn. Is Neil dead? No. Oh. How are you this evening, Mr. Weathers? It's a long night. What's up? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and make it worse. Um, Johnny's been torpored. Why is Johnny in torpor? This is probably not a thing that should be explained over the phone, but we do need to talk because there is also the potential for masquerade breach. Go inside and explain this. I need to know right now. I need Johnny right now. All right, well, Johnny can't talk right now. He's... He's torpored. I need to know why. Okay. This is a bad time. She ducks into the Hummer and closes the door. I reach under. <laughs> I reach under and I just start yanking wires. Alright, yeah, cool. Give me a Oh my god. Give me uh driver a academics. Strength plus security. Those damn kids, they interfered with the Hummer in the worst area and wins the one who fucks it up. Yep. Like, like I am oh, no. so excited that this is happening. Oh, Security. she has no time. Like, no. It's so much easier just to go inside just, and ask Where is their keys. security? Just fuck you, Miles Carr. Uh, there's larceny. Yeah, there's larceny. Yeah, larceny, sorry. All right. Um, okay. I have that to you. 
I have one. Yay! Uh, what was the... Fifth, six. Three successes. Cool, you shred the security system. Yep. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Weathers. All right. Okay. Johnny, who roughed him up? Xantos, a war beast. What? There is... Who's war beast? I never heard of that. War beast is a flesh-crafted animal made by the Sabbat to hunt down kindred. There's one that's been wandering, and we stumbled across it. You it... hear him fumble with the phone? Yep. Oh, God. Hold, hold on one second. Uh, fumbles with it more. Okay, hey, you're on speaker. Repeat that. Who's listening? I can't go into that, but you need to continue your story. So I don't have any choice but to comply, neither do you. Okay. There is a war beast that's been wander that turned on its handlers, as best we can tell. And it's been wandering through the state for some time. And it's recently come into the territory. My coterie and I thought to take it out. And we did. But it also has taken down Miles and it has taken down Johnny. They are both in torpor. And we also, we set the carcass on fire, but we didn't have the supplies to fully deal with it. So I was this tied to Xantosa. The word is he's creating them. He's the one that's creating them. There are allegations that he has been doing this, yes. We... This is an investigation that's been underway by Clan Gangrel. All right. Yeah, this investigation's over. You find Xantosa, you put him in the fucking dirt. Here's what's going on. This Xantosa guy, he has affiliations outside of the city. Those contacts have taken an interest in New Haven, but not just New Haven, a series of cities moving down New England. From here all the way to the big city. This Xantosa guy, he needs dead. But before he dies, we need to know what he knows and who he's talking to. Okay. I'm currently in the midst of a meeting with Mr. Archon Bell. And he is very interested in seeing Xantosa handled. All right. We need Johnny on his feet. What do you need to make that happen? I don't know. I don't know how to wake him up. I can try mine. Where are you? Probably not somewhere you can get, but we can meet you somewhere. Where are you? I'm at Neil's Haven. Good. I'm sending Seneschal Reese. He's going to go ahead and assist with waking up uh, our guy. You need him to get ready. Xantosa has to go. We need to learn everything he knows. We may well have a crusade on its way. Wynn kind of huffs through her nose like she's trying not to get real upset at the mention of Reese, but keeps her shit together. It's all hands on deck. Okay? Are you going to be able to help Johnny? Me? No. But I'll pay Reese the bone he needs in order to do it. Johnny's my coterie mate. I'll pay, I'll pay it. Don't take this the wrong way, Wynn. I'm no, not worth enough, I know. Yeah. I think I might be worth more than you think. I'll make the offer. Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. Britta, the unknown new embrace, was played by Rebecca Steigelfest. Johnny Saxon, the Bruja, was played by Garrett Gabby. Miles Davenport, the Venture, was played by Tim Davis. 
Neil Foster the Malkavian was played by Rob Muirhead. Wind Cabot the Gangrel was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller was Lex Lopez, recording by Rebecca Steigelfest. This episode edited by Rob Muirhead. The music used in this episode was January Grunge Love Fest by Technowax. Visit them online at technowax.com, T-E-K-N-O-X.com. Path of Night uses the 20th Anniversary Edition rule set of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade and the Storyteller System are owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at at pathofnightpod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash pathofnightpodcast, or email us at pathofnightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, Kindred. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was a rough one. It was... I like watching this group without Johnny and Miles in it. It's just like... <laughs> Decisions are not their forte. <laughs> no.